First of all, it's an honor and a privilege to be here. Um, I know some of you are like, it's him again. <laughs> it's all good because I got invited, so it's all good. Um, I want to make sure that I shout out my beautiful, gorgeous wife, First Lady, First Lady Rebecca Fuller, who is watching our children. And um, I have my parents uh, with us, amen, and they're helping out. So the grandparents are on duty today, amen. Can y'all show some love for my praise team, a partial of my praise team that came today? Next level praise team, come on, show them some love. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. I'm, I'm not going to be before you long, but I am a very long-winded preacher. Just ask my church. I normally give you about four closes, but I have somebody over there keeping time, amen, so uh, we're not going to do that to you, but I can't tell you how excited I am to see you again, amen, in the land of the living, in the land of the living. And so um, I'm going to be brief, but I, I do want to share something with you um, as it relates to the body of Christ, as it relates to the climate of our culture, as it relates to uh, our salvation, as it relates to the body of Christ as a whole. In the book of Revelations, I just want to read that real quick. The book of Revelations, chapter number two. And if we can get that up, Revelations chapter number two. Uh, and, and so, uh, now what version is this? Is this NIV or is this King James? Which version? NIV. Okay, all right, that's fine, that's cool. Let's just read it. And to the angel of the church of Ephesus write these things says, he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands. Verse number three. Uh, uh, excuse me, verse number two, and it says, I know your works. Take a guess who's saying that. I know your works, your labor, your patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil, and you have tested those who say that they are apostles and are not, and have found them to be what? You have found them to be what? Next verse. And you have preserved, and you have patience, and have labored for my name's sake, and have not become weary. Next verse. Nevertheless, I have this against you. Uh-oh. Nevertheless, I have this against you, that you have left your first love. And for those of you that are having uh, difficulty interpreting that, that's not your ex. You can leave that one. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen. Repent and do your first works. Or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. But this you have, that you, ha you hate the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. We're going to deal with them in a minute. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. To him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. He that has an ear, let him hear. 
what the Spirit is saying to the church. Can I, can I share something quick, real, real quick with you? There's a man by the name of John. Everybody say John. John is isolated on an island by himself. Um, uh, he's probably uh, not really by himself because when you're isolated, uh, there's probably crows and there's vultures and there's all kind of creepy things. And he's isolated because he's preaching the gospel. This is his imprisonment because of preaching the gospel. And so they threw him on an island. They said, well, let's just get rid of John because, because uh, if, we can, if we can isolate him, if we can separate him, then the gospel cannot be preached. Understand, division has been happening since the beginning of time. There is a systemic uh, evil, a systemic evil that wants to shut our voice, that wants to uh, halt the anointing that wants to create a barrier of the spirit of God to move forward. But can I tell you something? The spirit is not bound by islands. John was on an island by himself and the spirit of the Lord met him there on the island. And watch this. Not only the spirit met him, but watch this. The Bible says that a voice cried out unto John. John turns around and it was a man standing on the island with him. Now, wait a minute. I thought John was there by himself. See, God will meet you anywhere. I don't care what you did yesterday. I don't care how bad you have fallen. I don't care what you've done and who you did it with. The Lord will meet you anywhere, anytime. See, God is omnip omnipotent. He's omnipresent. He's, all, he's everywhere at the same time. Do you know you serve a God who is everywhere at the same time? God is here and he's in uh, Russia now. That's the type of God we serve. So God, watch this. So our Lord and Savior meets John right there on the island. In the book of Revelations. And the, and the Lord, our Savior, says this. John, start writing. Now, if I was John, I would say, well, first of all, how did you get here? I didn't see any boats. I didn't see any yachts. Thank God I'm not John. I would have rewrote the whole Revelation. But here it is. Jesus begins to tell John, John, I want you to start writing. Now, now this messed me up because I never really looked at it like this. I'm, I was always under the impression that John wrote to the church. And it wasn't John. It was actually our Lord and Savior who wrote to the church and told John to write it. This letter that we are reading is to a church called Ephesus. Everybody say Ephesus. Ephesus is a unique church. Ephesus, uh, the church of Ephesus is a, is, a, is a prominent church. As a matter of fact, it is a blessed church. It is a uh, popular church, if you will. Ephesus is actually the third largest church during that time. So, 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 so you can imagine if there was such a thing as a mega church in the Bible. Everybody went to church Ephesus. Everybody wanted to be a member of church Ephesus. They got the best band. They got the best singers. They got the best praise team. They have the best children's ministry. Everybody loved church Ephesus. Church Ephesus had great parking. Church Ephesus had, uh, uh, had, had all kind of things and, 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 and amenities that came along with, with ministry. Church Ephesus was, uh, now I'm going to teach you a, learn, a word here. Say it with me. It was lit. 
Ask your grandchildren. Ask your grandchildren. They know what that is. Ephesus was lit. It was on fire for God. As a matter of fact, the scripture says this, that it says, I know your works, church. I know your works. I know your labor. I know your patience and, and that you cannot bear them who, who are evil. Stop right there. That you cannot bear them who are evil, which means that church of Ephesus was operating in spiritual gifts. You don't know who's evil unless you have a spirit of discernment. Because evil is not always packaged as evil. Evil is always packaged as positive, as something of light, uh, as something as uh, safety. And you have to have discernment, watch this, you have to have the spirit of discernment and the gift of prophecy and the gift of word of wisdom and word of knowledge to be able to uh, decipher what is good and evil. Evil doesn't present itself as evil. The Bible says Satan even disguises himself as an angel of light. Did you know that? Listen, listen. I know some of us, see, I was, I was, I was, I'm an 80s baby. So the devil, when we watched cartoons, the devil had a red, a red tail. He had horns. He, he had a pitchfork. And he had a, his whole body was red. And, 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 and since we were a child, we always imagined the devil, Satan, looking like that. But can I tell you, he doesn't even look like that. He looks like an angelic being, beautiful. Gorgeous, beautiful wings, and, and, or, 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 or if, if not that, he looks as, watch this, he looks like a friend. Evil will not present itself as evil. Because if it's presented as evil, you won't go for it. So it disguises itself. And the church of Ephesus knew if you were saved or not. The church of Ephesus knew if you were serious about God or not. Oh, this was a marvelous church. Everybody say Church Ephesus. Church Ephesus was, was, was one of those churches where, where if at any given moment, the Spirit of God would just move in the sanctuary. Is this sounding familiar? Church Ephesus was one of those churches where the Spirit of God would move so heavy that people would begin to even speak in tongues as the Spirit gave utterance. There was a prophetic word happening in the church of Ephesus. Are y'all with me today? I'm a little animated, so, but you'll be all right. You'll be okay. Church Ephesus was the church to be at. But there's a problem with church Ephesus. Church Ephesus is blessed. They're not, they're not wealthy, but they're good. Money was not an issue for church Ephesus. Projects and buildings was not an issue for church Ephesus. But the Lord said, John, write this. I have something against them. What could, have, what could this church have possibly done? If the, if the Spirit is moving in the church, why would the Lord have something against us? If there's power and there's spiritual gifts being manifested in the room and people are receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost, how is it that you're against? What do, what do, we, what do we do? And the Lord says, John, write this. I know your works and I know your labor. Can I tell you something? Everything that we have done as a church is recorded. For every person in this room, 
that has picked up a hammer, a saw, a drill that has hit a nail in something or has drilled a screw into something, the Lord says, I know your works. Everything your hand has touched to build the house has been recorded. So Jesus is saying, I'm not naive. I know what you guys are doing. I'm not naive. I know, I know how many hours that you have clocked in. I know how, 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 how many times a pastor called you and you had to run back to the church. Come on. Because pastor couldn't figure it out himself. So you were the only one that he knew that can fix the problem. And you was halfway home. I don't know who that is. Come on. He knows your labor. He knows what it took to get New horizon to where it is. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Can I tell you something? The church is not the mortar, the brick, the wood, the stage, the band. That's not the church. You are. So I have to now read the scripture a little differently. I have to read it differently because I'm thinking the letter was to the church and now if we can admit and we all agree that we are the church, that means the letter was written to you. Can you imagine being at church Ephesus and the, and the secretary of church Ephesus says, we got mail. <laughs> and watch this. And it says, and unto the angel of the church, the angel represents the messenger. The messenger who is the messenger of that church. So the letter goes to the messenger and the messenger reads it to the audience and says, y'all like to believe this, we got a letter from the Lord himself. I don't know about you, but if I ever got a letter from Jesus, it's go I'm going to have that same feeling I had when they said, Mr. Fuller, please report to the principal's office. You don't know if it's going to go good. I'm like, I, I know I didn't beat up nobody this week. I know I didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, has anybody ever had to go to the principal's office? All right, we got a few goody two-shoes. Okay, we're not worried about them. Who, who's here has been to the principal's office? And, 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 and they didn't tell you why you had to go. They just said, report. And the whole time, that dreaded walk down the hallway. Can you imagine? That's, I mean, just imagine being at church Ephesus and the pastor gets up and reads a letter from Jesus himself and says, church, you did well. You, you, you've, you've made an impact in your community. Stay with pastor, you're going to be blessed. You've made an impact on families, but I have something against you. I have, there's something I have against you and I, and, and, and I can't be your Lord and Savior if I don't bring this up. Come on. Whom the Lord loveth, he chastens. Whom the Lord loves, he punishes. Y'all missed it. Whoever the Lord loves, he, 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 he instructs and rebukes and corrects. I think that's a problem that we have in, in, in a lot of churches. We, don't, we want to come to church, but we don't want to be corrected. 
We, we want to be a part of a ministry, but don't tell me how to live. Don't tell me I have to live a certain way. Come on. And, that, and unfortunately, there are people that will leave a church because when they open the Bible and find out there's rules and regulations to your lifestyle, oh, this is the wrong church. Are you with me so far? Everybody say the church of Ephesus. Listen, the pastor gets up and starts reading the letter. Starts reading the letter. And, and you can imagine the reaction of the crowd at church Ephesus. Whoa, we did that thing, y'all. See, Jesus is smart. He starts off with the good stuff first. And he goes, but I have something against you. What does the Lord say? I have this against you, that you have left your first what? You have left your what? First love. And then he says, remember therefore from where you have fallen. In other words, the Lord is saying this. With all of the blessings I allowed to be bestowed upon you, with all of the miracles that you have seen with your very own eyes, you walked away from me. I didn't take my hand from you. I kept the blessings on you. But, but, but the Lord says, I have to now remind them, I am your first love. I am the one, I am the reason why you have salvation. Are you hearing me? I am the one, I am the one who died for you. Not your pastors. Not the elders board. Not the deacon and deaconess. You walked away from your first love. The first love is the Lord, is the love of Christ. Come on. Now watch this. This letter would not have been written if only three folks was living like that. The Lord is not going to write an entire letter to just three people. The letter is written because the Spirit has hovered over the church that we've lost our first love and fell in love with something else. It is very well possible for a church to love systems. Mm. It is very well possible for a church to love um, who's who and to have favoritism. Come on. You sit in the front, you sit in the back. You sit on the left and you sit on the right. Oh, you, you have no credentials? Okay, we'll get back with you. It is very well possible for a ministry to fall in love, watch this, with status and likes and hearts. Come on, Facebooks. Come on. It is very well possible for a church to fall in love, watch this, with how your image is and to lose the essence of the love of Jesus Christ. Come on. He said, I saw your work. I see what you're doing. But come back to, come back over here. Oh, I got one even better. Watch this. Watch this. Here it is. Remember from where you have fallen. Repent and do that first works. First love, first works. First love, first works. First love, first love. Now, now that's something different. Because the love 
that Jesus is trying to portray in this letter, he says, listen, I want you to fall back in love with me of who I am. Who I am, not what I can do for you. Uh-oh. For it is easy to fall in love with someone as long as they keep giving you something. It is easy to say, I love you, when there is monetary gifts involved. At my church, we say amen. But, what, but can you still have a love for Jesus even if he doesn't give you a dime? Is your love that genuine and that authentic to where if the Lord takes something from you, can you still say, Lord, I love you? Job said, though you slay me, yet will I trust him. That's when you can say, I'm in love with Jesus. Because, my, because uh, I don't know about you, but I got my own personal testimony. How many minutes do I have? I'm sorry. I, I don't know about you, but I have my own personal testimony that the rug was, was, was pulled from under me. I know what it's like to be homeless. I know what it's like to not have. I know what it's like to be ridiculed and criticized. I know what it's like to have the church lights turned off. I know what it's like. And the whole time as I'm sleeping on the, watch this, the church chairs, I said, Lord, I love you. I kept telling him that, Lord, I love you. It's embarrassing, but I love you. This is terrible. You know what? Half of my members didn't even know this. I was, I was greeting everybody. God bless you, and we'll see you next week. And folks is high-fiving each other and shaking hands, and they don't know that I'm staying behind because that's where I, I live. And then I said, Lord, I love you. Come on. I love you. So, so, so sometimes you're in the middle of a test because... It's, he's testing your love. Some of you don't have no idea why you're going through with the things that you're going through. You have no idea why you're experiencing the, hate, the, 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 the level and the measure of turmoil in your life. It's a love test. Ooh. Look at your name and say, it's a love test. Now, there's an old school band out there that sung a song. It's a love thing. Dun, dun. Okay, sorry. I'm back. I'm back. Everybody say it's a love thing. And then he says, not, he says this, repent, repent, and then do. Repent, and then do. That's, it's really easy to repent. Right? It's hard to do. You ever did something to somebody and said, oh my God, I'm so Sorry. Just to do it again. True repentance is when the behavior changes. It's when you break the curse of the pattern. True repentance. It's not just outwardly, but it's inwardly. Everybody say inwardly. So the Lord says, tell church Ephesus, I want them to repent inwardly, not outwardly. Come on. Because that was the problem with the Pharisees. They walked around with long robes and had bells on the end of their tassels. So you heard them a mile away when they were coming. They walked through the marketplaces, and one of the first things that Jesus said about them, he says, don't you dare be like them. They have an outward appearance of love. Mm. So he says, don't even pray like them. 
Don't fast like them because they only do it for outward appearance. Are you hearing me, church? So here it is. He says, I want, I want you to fall back in love with me, and then I want you to do your first works over again. What do you mean first works? Everybody say first works. You remember, now my wife is excellent at reminding me. I mean, she must have a prophetic gift or something because she's able to remind me of the day, the hour, the location of when we first met, when we first said, I love you. Come on. And everybody said, do your first works. Now, 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 here, now I'm, I'm about to piece this all together. So my wife, she tells me, she goes, yeah, you know, you remember when, um, you know, you used to help my hand? Remember we were walking in the park uh, 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 five years ago, and, and, and you just held my hand, and for no reason, I didn't even ask you. It was just beautiful. Remember the time we were, we were on the train and you just kissed me on the cheek? And, 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 and I, I mean, I, I just got butterflies all in my stomach. I didn't know why. I didn't even ask you to do it. Remember when? And here I am. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So then she goes, how come you don't do that no more? Dum, dum, dum. What are you talking about? Of course I do that. Of course. No. She says, there's a difference now. Stay with Pastor. You're going to be blessed. She says, there's a difference now because when we first met, you were chasing me. When we first met, you couldn't, touch, you couldn't get your hands off me. I hope I'm not getting any fathers in trouble right now. It's our day anyway, so we're we okay, all right? It's our day. Happy Father's Day to all of you. Listen, she said, you, you don't do that anymore. She said, when, you, when we first met, there was a different energy. And there was, and she was absolutely right, because I, would, I used to jump on a bus to go see her. I lived all the way in Tacoma, and she lived in Port Orchard. Y'all know where Port Orchard is? You have, to, you have to cross rivers and lakes. I got four minutes left. Listen, and, and she says, and, she, and I, I, I would make complete effort. Nothing got in my way. There was no barriers. There were, and, if, and then when God finally blessed me with a vehicle, I had to pay that stupid toll. But I paid the toll because I wanted to show her I'm in love with you. And the things I would, I would buy her things and it wasn't even her birthday. I would take her out and it wasn't nothing special. I just wanted to be around her. And God says, church, you left your first love. And I need you to go do your first works over again. Do y'all hear what the Spirit is saying? The Spirit is saying, church, chase me like you used to. Church, come after me like you once did. Church, come after my word like, like you used to do.
So that's why the word says, remember where you fail. So there's times in, in my marriage, I have to repent to my own wife. Because how you got her is how you're going to keep her. Okay. My wife, if I'm going to keep her, I, gotta, I, have, to, I have to do what, what I did in the beginning. When I first fell in love, there was nothing that got in my way. Come on. And then remember when you first met yours, you guys were just smiling ear to ear. I mean, all in the coffee shops and ice cream parlors, and y'all was just looking at each other face to face. I don't, okay, y'all didn't do that. How many have ever stayed on, uh, on the telephone over an hour? Just, 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 I mean, like, all the way to the wee nights of the, okay, I got one witness back there. Come on. What are you doing? Nothing. What are you doing? Nothing. Oh. Are you watching Netflix? Yeah. Oh. That's, that's, that's because you didn't want anything to block that. That was your time. And the Lord says, can I get that back, please? Can I get your effort again? Can I get you to be enthused about the word again? Because when you first fell in love with Christ, some of you was carrying your Bibles everywhere. Do I have a witness in the house? Some of you carried your Bible to school. You carried it in class, and you didn't care. Who's, who, a Bible? Who has those? You didn't care. You was in love. You witnessed on the streets you was witnessing to people who, you, who were complete strangers. You didn't care because you had a love for God. Are you hearing what the Spirit is saying? And the Lord says, return. Return back to me. Give me your all like you once did. Give me your heart like you once did. Give me your mind. Give me your energy. Give me your time. That's why we all must repent daily and, 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 and actually have a prayer and say, Father, show me where I fell off. You can't be arrogant and, and you, you can't be proudful. You have to be humble to do this. Look at your name and say, be humble. You have to be humble to repent. Come back to the love of God. Come back to the works of God. Amen? Some of your first works... You haven't seen in years. Uh-oh. Yeah, I remember we used, to, we used to give out sock lunches back in 19, uh, 1988. Yep, that's the year. I remember it well. We was giving out sock lunches. And, well, what are you doing now? Well, I'm busy. I got board meetings. I got this. I got that. I got this. And, and the Lord says, I need you to find the first works again. Find it again. You're going to some, there's going to be some meetings you're just going to have to skip to get back into God's presence. There's going to be some board meetings and some Zooms. You're just going to have to skip and say, Father, I really, it's really important for me to be here, but I need to get back in your presence one more time. David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. David was a king, but he loved some good church. David was king, but he loved the presence of God. Are y'all with me? 
me. Fall in love with the presence of God again. And God will change your life like you've never seen him do it. In your, you, you'll be amazed at how far God is getting made. What God hasn't, the Bible says, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man, the good thing that God has prepared for his people that love him. Come on. And then watch this for those of you that are waiting for your, your, your return. Here's the scripture. It says, um, uh, God is a rewarder to them that diligently seek him. He rewards you when you give him your time again. Are you with me? Now my 20 minutes have been up. I already have my signal. Pastor, Pastor Dwayne being really nice about it. And so as he comes up, we're going to do communion together. Is that all right? How many got a word today? How many, how many received something? How many got a little bit more insight on the church of Ephesus? Amen? Let's stand this morning. If you don't have the communion elements, they're right out in the foyer. So if you need to grab those, they're on the kiosk as you come in. So uh, grab the elements, if you would, and we'll prepare all throughout the building. Can you relate to what Pastor Paul is talking about? Marriage can get like that, too. Marriage can get uh, marriage can get real roommate-ish, and church can be like that. And what's crazy about about church is that we can be here today. Actually, I mean, we came. You're you're the choir. We're preaching to the choir, right? You you're actually here. This sermon is actually meant for every person that's not here. You online, this, this sermon wasn't even meant for you because, I mean, you're here, right? I mean, you're here. So is that, is it possible that we can actually be present in the building or streaming the service right now and just be still wrapped up in Third song. a bit of a religious experience? Not really... You know, we're, we're kind of checking the box off of our Sunday duty. This is our Sabbath. We, ch we check the box, and this is what we've always done. We've always gone to church, and we've... But there's so much more. The Lord's inviting us into so much more. Would you just begin to pray over your own heart right there? Because you know, and only you know, what the Holy Spirit knows about your own heart. We're going to pull out our elements right now. If you're watching online, we encourage you to share with us as well. For God so loved, for God so loved, the life of the Lord was poured out for us because of love. And he calls us into that love.
Would you pray together with me? Let's lift our voices. You at home as well. Father, I'm renewing my love for you and for your son. I'm receiving what Jesus has done as the ultimate romantic gesture. Calling me into the deep, the deepest love that I could ever know. Even today, I receive correction to my own heart, my own life. Yes. I humbly receive correction, redirection. But the fire of my love for you will burn again with passion. And even as you have chased me in Jesus, I restore my chase of you. 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 To know you, to walk with you. To be passionate about you. Come on, take the bread together. Come on, let it be with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind, all of our strength. That we would love our Father with all. That we love our Savior with all. Turn ourselves over to you and we thank you for what you've done on our behalf. We thank you that you are the essence of all that we have, all that we practice. All that is religion, all that is, all that is theology, you are the essence of all of it. You're the one we celebrate today in Jesus' name. Take the cup. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, just let the Holy Spirit work out the washing of the Word in your own heart this morning. We're going to go back into worship, and I, I want to I want to thank the online audience for being with us. We're going to close out the online service. It could be that you're watching this morning, and you don't know the Lord. You've never come to know Him. It could be you've found us, or you're watching this morning, and you are away from Him. You're your walk, we talked about having a religious works about our walk, but it could be you're, you're not near him at all. He's inviting you. And what we've just done, you ready? the elements of communion, yes. is inviting him to be the Lord of your life. We invite you to continue to pursue him.
find a local expression, find a church. Let others know that you're seeking the Lord, that you're opening your heart to Him. Let us here at New Horizon or at Next Level, let us know that you're turning your heart and life over to Him. God bless you for being with us today, you that have been watching online.